Happy holidays, Rabbi. Thank you, Joe. Uh, Thanksgiving is coming up. Thanksgiving and then Hanukkah and Christmas, Kwanzaa. We already did, um, what was it, Diwali? Um, but just a good holiday season, uh, uh, full of uh, different excuses to celebrate. However, with these celebrations comes the, well, who's, who's going to do what and when are they going to do what? And, who, and I, as an interfaith couple, part, one half of an interfaith couple, has to uh, manage the, de the decisions about who does what, where, and when and how. What do you think uh, we need to do during this season of joy, celebration, and thankfulness? without killing each other over who gets to serve turkey versus uh, latkes. And do, well, my, do, do we break the family celebration of the roast ham? My approach, and said, said this in other recordings, is do whatever you and your family would like to do. Let's put aside the policemen of all religions who want to tell us what we can and can't do. We have to stop listening to those voices. They're more than welcome to tell you, well, you're Jewish, you can't have a Christmas tree, even though you're into faith, or you can't serve a ham for Thanksgiving, even though you're into faith. I think our first step is to stop listening to them. They're entitled to their opinions. We're also entitled not to listen to them. You see, they're not in charge. No one put them in charge. And whatever their reasoning may be, it's your family. And what works for your family. If there's a history, a tradition, then let's do it. it it's a time of joy and happiness. You know, most of the aggravation I see comes from those who think they're doing good, who would like to control us, who would like to tell us, oh, that's permitted. Oh, our religion doesn't allow that. At one time, these religions didn't exist. At one time, people celebrated the dark of the sun and the dark of the moon, the winter solstice. It's cold, it's dark, it's scary. So people all over the universe developed customs and traditions to get through the dark of the sun, the dark of the moon. And then people came along and started making rules and saying, well, your religion doesn't let you do this. Or if you do that, then that's what the pagans did. And it's all about power and control, Joe, not about happiness and joy. Our goal for Thanksgiving is to be thankful to celebrate having plenty, regardless of how little or more the plenty is. And pumpkins have become symbols. The gourd has become symbols. Corn, they've become symbols of plenty and having a good time. So we, our first step is to stop letting all those voices out there that are telling us, you know why? Those voices have a vested interest in wanting us to do or not do something. If someone doesn't sell pumpkins, then they're the, watch, they're the ones against pumpkins. 
And if someone doesn't sell corn, they're the ones against selling, against having corn at your Thanksgiving. And so it's in their best interest. So we want to put those vested interests aside and let's take a look at your family. You are an interfaith couple and you bring two traditions, two very rich traditions to the table. You bring Judaism and you bring Roman Catholicism. And why would we not want to bring them to the table? What is the nischafelech? What's the tragedy? What's wrong with any of these things when we bring them in a positive way, not in a my way is better than yours or my tradition is better? Let's bring them and look at your tradition. What is it you want to bring to Thanksgiving? What is it you want to bring to Christmas, Joe? I want latkes, applesauce, and ham. <laughs> so have it. Have it. Have it. Nothing says that the Jewish individuals in your family have to partake of the ham if they happen to keep kosher. However, this is your tradition. So why not? Where is the harm in it? You're not doing it in a mocking way. You're not present, you're going to have alternatives. And I think there's a benefit to taking the outside view and looking at it in different ways. We always have lump fish caviar with our latkes and sour cream. And it's a wonderful combination. But my wife and my in-laws never would have thought of it. And I still don't get herring and sour cream. But caviar and sour cream and potato, yeah, I think that's Aaron, pretty good. Herring and sour cream, oh, that's, that's different. That's good. <laughs> well, we'll have to have you over for latkes and uh, uh, sour cream and a little caviar on top. And we'll see if we can change your mind, Rabbi. But meanwhile, I hope you have a nice Thanksgiving. And thank you for the guidance and opinion. And... Uh, I look forward to sharing a ham sandwich with you sometime in the near future. As long as we have a good, a good microbrewery, microbrew to go along with it, I'll join you. <laughs>